0: Welcome to Remolations, we're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams from nightmares to the just plain bizarre. Join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week we've got a premonition dream from Jonathan that includes hospitals,
1: cul-de-sacs, and cab drivers. And of course we have catnaps that have to do with ponies from Kazakhstan, buying punk clothes at the Ross, and very, very slow serial killers. Mm-hmm. So slow. And stick around because if you've ever laughed in your sleep or had a partner who laughed in their sleep, you're experiencing something called hypno jelly. Let's talk about Hit no it. jelly. And let's get started. Woo! Well, hell, it, it took us a shit show to get here today. You have... <laughs> well, considering that I was with you live record this weekend, I didn't realize that everything was just still in a bin, so I had to, like, reset up everything in my basement. Yeah. And then my computer's like a dinosaur. You're dinosaur years old. Yeah, a dinosaur is years a <laughs> Yeah, and so it took like an half an hour to update, whenever like one Windows update it had to do. It was like literally like a half hour. <laughs> yeah. And on your side, you have, of course, the maintenance man there, a lawn yeah. mowing going on. Yep. <laughs> we're here, bestie. 101. Fair enough. Good.
0: We hope you can hear us. <laughs> That's all <laughs> we can hope for.
1: Well, let's just get into it then. Brooke, do you have a dream to start?
0: This is Jonathan and he's from New York. And I do want to give a PTSD kind of a graphic details warning here a little bit in the middle of the dream. We'll put it in the show notes exactly where it is. So you can skip that part if you'd like. But I'm just going to jump right in.
1: Oh, well, it makes me nervous, but okay.
0: I know. Had this dream when I was a teen. I'm almost 40 now, so you can understand why I remember it. I dreamed one night that I was a nurse at a hospital. The hospital was located at the end of a cul-de-sac, but literally in the middle, on the right side of
1: the street. Well, it makes it really convenient for those ambulances to go around the the circle back around and and get back out there. Really (laughs) throw them out the back door. Keeps really feeling the cul-de-sac. You're Really efficient. It is. I like it. I like this idea. All good on my the, end so far.
0: <laughs> this hospital's got it figured out. <laughs> so on the right side of the street before you hit the cul-de-sac was a huge upscale apartment building. And that's where I lived. Although the building was upscale, the neighborhood was not. So there was a curfew.
1: <laughs> it's like buying the, the worst... Na- We're supposed to buy the worst house in the best neighborhood, not the best exactly. house in the worst neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. they did A it backwards. backwards. there. Yeah. But at least you're right next to the hospital in case you need it. There's the upside. Very upside. <laughs>
0: no one was allowed in the building after 10, even if you lived there. Ah, <laughs> uh, that doesn't... I don't okay. like that curfew. Uh, I,
1: <laughs> Take me back to high school. <laughs> that's pretty early. 10? Yeah. 10? And... Okay, I let my high schoolers stay out later than ten. Can you imagine <laughs> you being like a, a apartment owner and be like, or like a like you oh, you live there?
0: and You can't come in. I'm like, um, I pay <laughs> to come I, in. Yes, I can. You get all access, <laughs> all access pass. I got off one night super late due to some emergencies that came through. I went home exhausted and covered in blood, and the doorman saw me. Sorry, he said, you know I can't let you in. (laughs) I pled with him, come on, you know me, I've lived here forever. He (laughs) acknowledged that, but still refused me entry. So I decided to go back to the hospital to use the payphone, and Jonathan says, yes, that long ago, kids, a payphone. A payphone (laughs) was a phone located on the street that you would put change in to make a call. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Those did exist.
1: Yep. Yeah, we had we had some in our school lobby even just because that's what I used to call my mom oh, yeah. when I was done with cheerleading. Like we over by the really? trophy cases, yeah. Remember Yes, in the front. In the front. Yeah, thirty five cents. Gotta gotta call mom and say I totally cheerleading forgot practice is about over. This <laughs> yeah,
0: there's no cell phones. No. No, we had sir. to keep that change just in case. Thirty five cents. Can you the kids don't even carry change anymore? Like I don't carry change anymore.
1: Like No, I, I, I don't I mean I keep it in my car, but
0: I that is true I did keep it in my car for like whatever I used it recently when I saw you at a parking oh. meter
1: oh yeah you though meters. you can
0: you can use apps and stuff but it's sometimes if it's just quick
1: it's, it's kind just, of just it. it's almost satisfying to drop a coin into a parking meter that sounds bad it's not really satisfying but you know the sound <laughs> not the paying part
0: you know, it's the slot machines nowadays too. You don't hear the ching ching yes. ching 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 ching. ching.
1: Well, oh, it just is
0: a slip of paper. Past that comes time of coins. Yeah. Ah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I walked up to the payphone and called a cab company to take me to my parents' house. That was appar- apparently about thirty minutes away.
1: Mm, they didn't have a curfew be- at mom and dad's house. I just- guess not.
0: Okay. Thirty well, minutes away might good. be in a better non curfew mm-hmm. area. <laughs> True. The cab company said they'd be there in an hour. An hour? <laughs> cab company knew the side of town I was in and was afraid to come out there. They warned me if I wasn't outside, they'd just leave. So I walked into the lobby slash ER part of the hospital to wait so I didn't have to wait
1: outside. Just it where they throw where, the bodies out with the injured. Yeah. You they know, circle just around right real there. quick. Yeah, just fast. In and out. (laughs) That's what he's got to do to get in the cab. He's just got to jump in while it's moving. It circles around the cul-de-sac and speeds off.
0: slow down just a little. (laughs) And you've got to make a run for it. And then you get injured and they drop you right back off at the hospital. Yeah, I just go to the front of the the building again. (laughs) They've got a good thing worked out. (laughs) Okay. So here's where it gets weird. Remember this for later because it's important. And mind you, this was during the Gulf War that I had this dream. Okay. As the door slid open, I saw a lady sitting on a gurney playing with a baby in her lap. She looked incredibly sad. What struck me as odd is that she didn't notice that right above her was a soldier splattered against the wall. I mean, splattered. You could see the camo uniform, the tan boots, the dog tags hanging above her head with blood dripping off of them. (sighs) <sighs> Intestines and blood were everywhere. Skin, fractured bones—you uh, okay. name it.
1: I I'm getting the picture I,
0: here. <laughs> I could read the name on the dog tags, though. I oh. I can't remember it all these years later, but it was plain as day back then. I could read the name.
1: But neither. could you imagine if Jonathan could remember it and then later found oh out, God. like it was some sort of like premonition or linked dream?
0: Whoa, Hmm. Mindy.
1: That's crazy. uh, It's almost maybe better he didn't remember. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, boy. Okay.
0: But neither the mom nor the baby seemed to notice any of this. I was instantly hit with such sadness. I knew deep down this must have been her husband, and she didn't know.
1: Oh, kill my heart. (laughs) I
0: know. I walked back outside, and the cab was there. I got in and gave the cabbie the address. He said, "I know where you're going," and the driver
1: was <laughs> my dad. <laughs> well, thanks for making that a little lighter there. Oh, you're okay, got past the hard part. <laughs> we got past the hard part. I was like, "What? Why the did hell? It just are like you? come right away?" It's, <laughs> yes, but it's like I've got other cab. fares I got to pick up, son. <laughs>
0: You must wait. You gotta wait
1: in your line and turn until I go home. He's a fair cabbie.
0: He's a fair. He plays by the rules, Mindy. You'd like that? <laughs> he doesn't break. Not in that instance, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Nepotism. Sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's that. That should be a t-shirt. Nepotism. Sometimes it's okay. <laughs>
1: Sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, "What the hell are you driving a cab for?" He said excuse me, what do you do for work? I said, but dad, you work in law enforcement. And he says, dad, I don't know you. <laughs> he dropped me Ooh. off at my parents' house without saying another word. Interesting. I was about to go inside to figure out why my dad was denying my existence and driving a cab when I woke up. Just
1: at just like the hospital? Oh, damn it. <laughs> I know. I was like, just like the hospital, he circles around to the back of the house and comes in the back door. And he's like, what are you talking about? I have to I don't separate have a cab. My, my two jobs,
0: my home life and my work life. Oh. I don't have a kid. Nope. Mm-mm.
1: We're not done yet, though. Okay. Ooh. okay. Good. A little additional story here.
0: Yes. Okay. Jonathan's got a little more to the story here. So this is Good. after he's woken up. He says... It was morning, and I went out to the kitchen to find my parents drinking coffee and reading the paper. The front page had a story about a local military hero that was killed in action the day before. His no. convoy was hit by an IED. He left behind a wife and small baby. His oh. name, yep, the same name I had seen in my dream, still oh. freaks me out to this day. Wow. So you were
1: right. It
0: was a premonition dream.
1: Oh my God. I Mindy. was just wondering, but that's You're crazy. That's right. I know. But it's- I didn't mean to spoil your surprise there.
0: It wasn't a surprise. Well, you kind of. No, sorry
1: about that. <laughs> I <laughs> just sometimes things come to my brain and I just have to say them. <laughs> I apologize. That's all right. That's what we're here for. <laughs> we're here to listen. That's why we have a podcast. So Mindy can get that's everything outside need of to her talk. brain. talk. <laughs> We'll just
0: give Mindy, like, we'll do Mindy's quarter and we'll just let her talk nonstop for 10 minutes, get it all out.
1: <laughs> yep, sometimes I need that. <laughs> this dream is really
0: interesting to me because I don't, it's very difficult. Mm, let me see how I want to say this. It's very difficult to interpret because I don't know there's necessarily a lot to interpret. There's symbols in it, but it clearly ends up being a premonition dream. Because mm-hmm. at first you're kind of like, okay, it takes place in a hospital, and he's a nurse, but he's only a teenager at the time, you know? So why oh, I is forgot he dra- that he's only a teenager, yeah, too. Oh, so okay, it's like, yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did say it was the Gulf War was happening, and maybe he just saw too much coverage on the news, or maybe he wanted to be a nurse someday, or it's just in his nature to yeah. help others. Because there didn't really seem to be much of a thread like, okay, you're at a hospital, now you're in a cul-de-sac, now there's a soldier, you know, like, I just feel like right. the symbolism is really more literal, but lots of stuff within the dream, like the cul-de-sac and an upscale building. To the, to me, those seem like good things, right? You right. know, you think of cul-de-sac, you know, represents safety, you know, it's at the end of the street there, the nice building represents comfort, idealism. But yet it's and in a, a very secure. bad part of town.
1: Yeah. yeah. But it's still secure. Like, even like even a, a cul-de-sac, like you can't go down it without, you can't just drive by a cul-de-sac. You have to like turn no. around and go out the way you came. Slow. Yeah. Just like a secure building. You kind of have to go in one exit, out one be- exit as long as it's before 10 p.m. <laughs> 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 and I mean, I would Everyone just slip the that. doorman like a 20, man. <laughs> just like, dude, be like, please, dude I'm exhausted.
0: Eyes like covered in blood. He's because he said he was working at the hospital. Yeah, let him in, man. He's had a long day.
1: But so I yeah, there is a, a bit of a secure, like a secure feeling, kind of with those. Yes, things, I agree. And
0: the, like I said, the dichotomy of it, the opposites, is what I kind of find interesting throughout the dream, the cul-de-sac versus that it's being in a bad part of town. But mm-hmm. you said there's still security there, and who knows what. Little Jonathan was seeing or hearing this whole time. I mean, yeah. I remember during the Gulf War. I mean, we were young, but still yeah. seeing so much coverage of it. it just kind of terrifying. I wonder if he was just living through this moment in time and had all this shit going through his head.
1: But I'm also curious of how, what how old he was as a teenager, because I think there's a big difference between 13 and and 18.
0: You know what I mean? Big difference. Yeah, there so, is. So that is a good question. What
1: age, what age of teenagers? I'm I'm just curious because I think your view, especially on world affairs, such as a war, is going to be a lot yeah. different at 13. It's more abstract at the age of 13 than it is at 18, yeah, I, where you're like, people my age are going over there and getting killed. Yes. So yeah, I'm curious about that.
0: The thing that I found interesting, you called it, it was a premonition dream, Um mm-hmm. But what was the I spoiled connection it to bro- that? You spoiled it. You ruined the whole the whole podcast. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Um, <laughs> um, what's the connection to the soldier? I mean, usually mm-hmm. not not always, but a premonition dreams tend to be about yourself or someone you know. Mm-hmm. But yet, he had this person's exact name in his dream. Yeah, that was on the dog tags and then it was the soldier's real name in real life so the dream was brutally graphic too which is like what was bringing this particular soldier to his dream that was kind of like my only question except for I guess the dad part is my only mystery (laughs) the dad driving the cab and like dad not your dad dad not dad um
1: cabby so dad? I, <laughs> cabby
0: daddy cabby, cabby daddy denying his existence <laughs> what oh my god the rejection
1: <laughs> he's like son what's son
0: <laughs> i was like no i did just want to touch on a couple points that i looked up about rejection in dreams and of course as we mm-hmm. always say it it really does matter who the dreamer is but it could give some explanation or some insight into what jonathan maybe was was going through his head like Mm -hmm. Since it's not like a real clear, like, oh, this seems like a stress dream or this seems like this type of dream. This just seems kind of like a bad dream, but nothing stands out. But to dream of being rejected represents a lack of self-worth or feeling unimportant. And it could also reflect disappointment after trying really hard at something or having high expectations Mm -hmm.
1: and feeling failure. So
0: maybe that has to do with kind of...
1: I think it's interesting that... Rejection and dream really is the same as what it means in real life. <laughs> in this example, is rejection. Like, it's reje- <laughs> yep. rejection is just rejection across the board. doesn't matter what state of consciousness you are no. in. No. And
0: mm-hmm. maybe okay. that is the key part of the dream because he's rejected from going home oh he's rejected yeah. okay. from getting a cab in a timely matter you know and then he's rejected by his dad <laughs>
1: you know like yeah, yeah. I think you're on to something there
0: well I think you're on to something because in waking life we constantly deal with rejection like you said it's the same mm-hmm. thing But with every success, we have to encounter a rejection, right? There has to be a balance. So, Mm -hmm. But the good thing about dreaming about rejection is that it doesn't have to be due to a negative situation in your waking life. It could be about facing a fear or something similar to that. So it Mm -hmm. really does, though, to me seem like if there's any connection, any thread throughout this dream is this rejection theme or not being able to do or go where you need to be. Maybe that's his struggle. But premonition dreams, man. They get yeah, me every No time. wonder
1: it stuck with him all these years. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know if he's ever looked
0: in, like you said, kind of when you were talking about premonitions, if he's ever really looked into more about this particular man, this soldier that died, and why he mm-hmm. maybe dreamt about him.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hmm. Jonathan, Thanks, let us know in a follow up. We'd love to hear it. Hey, Bestie, if you're like Jonathan and have a dream, whether it's a premonition dream or just a little catnap, we want to hear about it. And one way you can share your dream with us is by going to remelations.com slash support. Not only can you share a dream, but you can also follow our social media, find us on Facebook, order merch, or join our sleepover squad. Remelations.com slash support. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, nice, nice. Mindy, guess what time it is?
1: Um, It is 12.01 p.m. Correct. And you know what other time is? Cat naps. It is time for cat
0: naps. Cat naps. (laughs) Cat naps is one of our favorite parts of the show. Not that we don't like all the parts of the show, but it's when we read a bunch of short dreams, dream stories, one sentence dreams, maybe just an idea. We want to get through as many dreams as we can. We don't really analyze them a lot, but we want to share your dreams and make sure you get on the show and become famous
1: yeah (laughs) because we're still trying
0: to (laughs) because
1: we're trying to (laughs) we sing a lot we do i bet it annoys people sorry about that (laughs) do we have some feedback we we take no no we don't (laughs) oh never
0: mind my own
1: my own own self-consciousness telling me to shut up um (laughs) I've got one from Mackenzie, and Mackenzie's from Huntsville, Alabama. God, we had someone from Huntsville last week, I think. Shout out to Huntsville. Woo! <laughs> okay. <laughs> she says, this dream is a dream that I had a long time ago, but here it is anyhow. I was at a beach close to my house w- with some people, just relaxing. Then suddenly, from the water, someone appeared, mm. and that person was holding a big knife. No! Out Everyone, of my
0: safe place? Not out with the water.
1: I'm not afraid of sharks, but a person comes out holding a knife. Oh, uh, I don't like it. Everyone was scared of that person, and somehow I knew this person was a serial killer. We were very afraid of that person, but we <laughs> noticed... <laughs> should, should you be afraid of a serial killer? Maybe just a little. A slight concern, that, perhaps. I think so. But then we noticed that this person was very slow. We we all started walking instead of running away from him. (laughs) we were tired. And we were just laughing and mocking him because he was so slow. He didn't show any reaction. He just continued to chase us slowly. But we were having fun laughing and mocking at that serial killer. This dream seemed to last forever. And then I woke up
0: that is a good one you gotta be careful of those
1: beach serial killers try to get oh you can't get me you're too slow come and get me (laughs) oh
0: oh watch oh Oh. you're close you're close nope nope I'm gonna take two steps and I'm (laughs) way ahead of you. (laughs) tag you're it (laughs) although if we're gonna be honest Ted Bundy did go to the beach. That's true.
1: And pretend to be injured. Often.
0: Yes. To like help him get his like little sailboat onto his car, like because his arm was injured or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you do have to worry about those beach serial killers. (laughs) You kind of do. Sad sad but true. (laughs) That's what they have on the, on the beach. They have a flag that says (laughs) what the tide is. (laughs) Yep. And then they have a flag. If there's, marine life in the area, and then they have a flag if there's serial killers no in the water. No dogs No se- dogs. might be serial killer in the water.
1: Yeah, yeah might. And, and riptide. Slow. And they're riptide. Slow. But just keep but swimming sideways. Slow. You'll eventually break it. But they're also it. slow. <laughs> they are.
0: Everything is just nice and slow at this beach.
1: Here's a, Here's a question for you. Of all the horror movies you've watched, who is the slowest murderer. It's, it's I feel like you have or... the answer to this.
0: Oh, I do. Uh, <laughs> I think it's uh, Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. It's 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 going to be a tie, really. A very, Well, a very close one. It's either going to be Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th, because he's mm-hmm. always chasing these people through the woods, but he's just kind of walking at a brisk pace. Yeah, that's true. And they're the <laughs> girls, and they're running, and they're sliding in the mud and they're trying to get away but it's kind of walking. a steady pace but the same is also true for Michael Myers yeah. it just scares me a little more because
1: uh
0: we're we're getting into that season you know but um I
1: love it it's scary movie so season. if we put <laughs> I know I love it too if we put it, Jason okay. and Michael Myers mm-hmm. in the water side. both with knives Ugh. mm-hmm and we say, go. Oh, shit. Who's winning? Or who's should I say, who's losing? Uh, <laughs> who's not? <nah? laughs>
0: away from I don't think anyone them? is losing in this situation, because this could be <laughs> the best thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Michael tends to use a butcher knife, while Jason prefers a machete. So maybe the bigger, heavier machete would slow him down some. But it could be used but as it, a paddle. it oof. Yes. You know, Hmm. he did. Jason did make it to New York on a boat once. It was called (laughs) Jason Takes
1: Manhattan. It was part eight. (laughs) How about Jason Takes Clearwater Beach? (laughs) Nine. (laughs) Part
0: nine. He goes to space, too. But Michael is... Okay, so I know we're going to cut half of this out because you're just like. <laughs>
1: no, me go. because you're enjoying it, and that's why I asked. I knew you'd have something to say. <laughs> Michael, though, like, okay, so
0: Fred- Freddie, see, now you got me. Jason's kind of stayed the same. Like, he's a big, hooking figure, you know, with a mask and machete. He moves slowly, but it's still scary as fuck. He's more of a powerhouse, right? Mm-hmm. Like, my favorite kill ever is, I've probably talked about it where. He gets a girl kind of ties her up in a a sleeping bag mm-hmm. <laughs> and just starts whacking her against a tree oh. like swinging the sleeping bag <laughs> against yeah, yeah. the tree. He's strong. He's
1: strong. Okay.
0: But f- not, so not that fast. Michael isn't strong either, but it seems more methodical. Also, you know, the storylines are so different. Michael is a real person that supposedly has escaped from mm-hmm. a mental institution while Jason is a kid that drowned and died at 10 and now is like some...
1: And we know Mindy's never seen any of these movies.
0: Oh, yeah. So, so we know Mindy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, Jason drowned. <laughs> we'll talk at for hours. <laughs> t- Jason <laughs> drowned at 10 because the camp counselors were having sex and weren't paying attention. Wow. But then he comes back somehow and is an adult male and...
1: Uh, okay, final answer. Final, final answer, answer. On a beach, who, who, which one are you picking? to lose the race who's the slowest you say i'm gonna say jason okay well there you have it folks official response by brooke jason's the slowest serial killer out there let me just
0: add one more thing (laughs) the only reason i chose jason it was that close was just because when like rob zombie redid the first two or not redid but just kind of released halloween one and two again like after the originals, mm-hmm. he kind of made Michael a little more aggressive, a little faster. And it was alarming because you've seen him all these years being so slow and methodical that it put a whole new spin on it. Yeah. So it's just because of Rob Zombie made him a little faster okay. in those more recent movies. But Makes sense. Makes
1: sense. I bet you wish you hadn't asked that question. <laughs> Now it is 12.10. 12.11. Just to give you an update. (laughs) All right, Brooke, do you have a cat nap for us? I do.
0: And guess what? It's about a serial killer.
1: Get out of town.
0: I'm not joking. Okay. Get out of the
1: beach. Get out of the water. Get
0: get right out of the beach. (laughs) Get out of the beach. (laughs) This is Justin, and he's from Freeport. Okay. I had a dream about hanging out with a friend that turned into us hiding from a serial killer in my house. We were trapped and out of ideas. In real life, we hadn't actually talked face to face. We had only been internet friends at this point. Mm-hmm. So in the dream, we said something like, at least we got to meet in person once <laughs> and, and resigned to our fate of being brutally murdered.
1: Oh. Well, look then at the upside said, things.
0: Right? <laughs> Very positive. It's good hang out. Then my friend said, Wait, I think we can survive this if we. My alarm went off. Uh. I was so mad.
1: <laughs> I'm mad too. I want to know how they were going to escape the serial killer. If we run faster. If Solved. we. Thanks, Mackenzie. Just mock him, his slowness. All right. I've got one from Leanna, and she is from Arlington Heights, Illinois. So I just woke up from a pretty weird dream, and I don't know what to do or say going forward.
0: Okay.
1: Let's start with some information about me. I don't know if it'll help, but anyway, I'm a 23-year-old female in a healthy relationship, and I have a baby girl 10 months old. Oh, sweet. This dream was like this, and I hope it makes sense. I dreamed I was home with my baby girl, my mother, and my aunt. I was in the living room, and I was giving the baby a bath on the bed. Mm, Mindy, as a mom, is that typically where you bathe your children? Your babies? <laughs> not unless it's a water bed. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> get it. it? That was a cheap one. I know. It's cheap. You're on fire um, today. <laughs> it must be the Red Bull. Uh, no, I mean, like they do have those little, like baby, like when they're newborns, like little ones. Yeah, you put them in like those little tubs, put them but 10 at Ten months? Probably not. That's,
0: no, and you usually don't do it on the bed, right? Isn't it like no, in the sink no. or in the tub or, a, you know, you put a, the little tub inside floor, yeah. the big tub or, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm not a mom of human children, <laughs> but I didn't think that's how the bathing <laughs> process do that, yeah. worked. <laughs>
1: usually not. In the tub, along with my daughter, was the blanket that we usually sleep with at night. Lovey. Makes sense <laughs> while well, it was in, in the bed, I guess. At one point, I was washing her, and I noticed something floating in the water. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> oh, no, Mindy. <laughs>
1: it was some sort of gelatinous bag. Oh, it's worse than I thought it was going to be. It's not good. Divided oh, in my t- God. Divided oh, into my two God. sections with two embryos inside, each in its what? own area, followed by what appeared to be the umbilical cord. Wait, embryos with umbilical cords? In a gelatinous bag floating in the bathtub with her child. On the bed.
0: I'm, I'm seeing like a breast implant in my head for some reason. Like this gelatinous That's bag. what That comes with, yeah. Like a breast implant. And then two embryos and umbilical
1: cords coming from each? I, don't ask oh. me like I know the answer to this strange <laughs> question. But you Leanna does go into the That Red Bull. Mindy, that Red <laughs> Bull. I'm telling you, kicking it up a notch. <laughs> my mother managed to take out my baby girl of the water and wrap her up in towels so she wouldn't get cold. But I didn't want my mom to see what was floating in the tub, and I don't know why. I took the blanket and the bathtub and went to the bathroom and poured all the contents into the toilet and flushed it. Uh- after I flushed it, I remember that I had a state of peace and calm within me without any pain. And now I'm kind of confused and fearful because I have no idea what that's supposed to mean.
0: Uh, that is an interesting one. I mean, you can't actually see an embryo with your um, I, you eyes. I don't think you right? can <laughs> see an embryo
1: with your eyes. I think that's scientifically true. And I don't think. Um, I'm not. But what? We're not scientists. I, um, but we're not I, doctors.
0: It is a weird one. Like I I feel like
1: there is symbolism in this—the new mom, you know, stressors, right? Maybe like like a a feeling of failure or you know not being enough. And then it's like I don't know. We don't analyze these, so that's just my quick, my quick two cents.
0: Yeah, I don't like it. This is Patty, and she is from Austin. I had a dream where I had a bunch of other people, including my aunt gathered around the table and we all had very tiny horses in our hands. They Uh were real and alive but very disproportionate. I'd say. (laughs) Mine had a comically large head and really little legs. I was cutting my horse's hair while my aunt was telling (laughs) stories about how back when she was a kid horses used to wear leather jackets and jeans. (laughs)
1: <laughs> wait is this my little pony i loved my little ponies <laughs> oh i did too
0: oh i
1: did too oh. did your girls
0: go through that or did that come back too late because i know my little pony it, came back hardcore but it was it they past? did
1: have some at some point yes right it didn't it wasn't was a, it wasn't a long face but i yeah. sure did love i mean mm. and then it had the little names and the little icons on and, their butts on their fannies and then, cutest yeah, thing ever yeah
0: i love them wish they were real glitter pink blue all the colors <laughs> all the colors
1: <laughs> so jeans and leather jackets that's in an, jeans that's an and interesting leather jackets
0: i for some reason said what were they from kazakhstan <laughs> patty says literally l- makes no sense in real life but in the dream I was dying laughing at that statement. <laughs> like it was such a burn. <laughs> what are they from Kazakhstan? <laughs> you know, those horses in Kazakhstan were jeans
1: and leather. Should, and leather. <laughs> Who's riding uh, who? <laughs> leather Daddy. <laughs> daddy leather Daddy.
0: Kevy Daddy. Kevy <laughs> Daddy. Oh, and then it goes off the rails as if this isn't enough. There was another part of the dream where I went to some daycare and there was a pottery class, you know, at daycares. That's usually where they do pottery classes.
1: Well, it's good. It's, you know, you want to learn art, all, all the different
0: <laughs> liberal arts. It's, it's, it's a little challenging for children, I would think. But the instructor was an adult man with long curly hair and hipster-like vibe. And I asked him several times if I can make whatever I want out of clay, until he yelled at me and told me to do whatever I want and to just shut the fuck up. And then I just oh. made a brown cone.
1: <laughs> That's it. way easier.
0: I could do, I, I made a brown lump, and it means something. Uh-huh. It does, but you the meaning's just inside for me. Because I couldn't make a
1: okay. bowl because I couldn't oh, yeah. do anything yeah, d- else. Art is subjective, Brooke. Mm. You can say it subjective. represents the 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 brown, <laughs> mushy part of my brain that just cannot mm-hmm. comprehend making pottery because it's too hard. Yes. That's it That's exactly. It. How did you know? I knew it. And then you rate a 30- 30 a 300 page a 300 page essay on it damn that's I'm a lot like, that's to say a about a, big, a brown lump that's of a clay.
0: big essay can we do 300 word <laughs> essay yeah that's what I meant to say but, okay <laughs> but we can use 14 inch font <laughs> so it's really that like does help one it goes page. a lot quicker
1: that way <laughs> I, I like I brown <laughs> clay <laughs> okay you got another one. All right, one well for thank us? you. I like that one. Yes. Okay. Let's see. What I'm do. You crack me up. Okay. All right. This one comes from Franklin from Melville, New York.
0: Okay, Franklin, let's hear it.
1: Hi, besties. To add some context, I stopped smoking for about a month and the weirdest dreams started piling up. But not quite like this. Uh-oh. I hear that a lot about okay. stopping. Smoking. Smoking, yep.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. mm Just like with anything, you're yes. gonna have like withdrawals or weird mm-hmm. dreams and stuff.
1: So here's what Franklin wrote. I dreamt I suddenly appeared in a relationship with a punk rock girl. Ah. Which which I had in the past a punk rock relationship, but not as of recent. <laughs> I love
0: not as of recent.
1: <laughs> I like <laughs> them. I do. I like Franklin. I like a good punk rock girl. The pale girl had all over brunette hair with red highlights at the end of her hair. Oh, almost like you, Mindy. I wanted to do that so bad at one point I in my know. life. I did too. I
0: didn't. I didn't. I mean, I dyed my whole head lots of colors, but never the just the tips. Like, I l- wanted just those red tips.
1: I wanted to pull, like, I'd want to do, like, the Avril Lavigne thing, you know, like, just anything that would just be, like, punk, different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, when Christina Aguilera was, like, ex Tina. Oh, yeah. The dirty Christina. The dirty Christina. And she had those red, like, streaks. Oh, okay. So,
1: I'm going to say hashtag, but I'm going to give you your choice. What are we going to do? Both good choices. you said it first, so hashtag. What, what does, does Avril, Avril Levine, Levine dream? dream? And it's it hard to say. Avril Avril Lavigne dreams. I mean, I think uh, that she has to answer since it rhymes. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, I don't.
0: I don't even know. I feel like that is a sign from the universe that you have to answer.
1: It is required by the universe. Mm-hmm. Avril, sorry, darling. these aren't these aren't our rules. These are the universe's <laughs> rules. So Franklin was dating Avril Lavigne, <laughs> no, I don't, that's for sure. but she was you oh. know a punk girl. She wore all black and had plenty of piercings. Okay, Pl- I like plenty of piercings. Not too many, just plenty, just
0: plenty of them.
1: <laughs> she kept saying we had to go shopping for my new clothes so we could match in all black. Ooh. So we went to a store to do some shopping.
0: Was she buying? Because I'll buy whatever clothes you want.
1: Then. I'll date a punk rock girl if she's buying me a new wardrobe. Yes, absolutely. We'll go to Hot Topic. Oh, my God. Hot Topic. I mean, back then the it was like Gadzooks. Mm. Wonderful clothing. Gadzooks. I remember having just finished paying for my clothes alongside my newfound girlfriend and then leaving Ross to go... Wait, she was at Ross? I didn't know Ross Wait, sold Ross
0: that. is not punk Ross. That just ruined the whole vibe. Dress for
1: less? After leaving Even- Ross? Well, she didn't want to spend too much if she was buying. <laughs> Ross! Dress for less, not dress for punk. Or as the kids call it these days, emo. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Emo was always its own thing, but I guess they could be.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to start that debate with our besties okay, What what's what. But okay. No, 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 no. Let's not. Let's just cut that up. Franklin's leaving with Avril Franklin. from Ross. <laughs> from Dress for please. less. Dress for less. I look outside and the parking lot has turned into a beautiful green hill pasture. Oh. All of a sudden, nice. I look down and I see the appearance of a lamb. Yes, a literal lamb. Oh, well, it's not literal, maybe. it's in a dream, technically, but... <laughs> I, well, but literally, <laughs> literally in the dream. <laughs> a lamb. When I looked up, I could see a wild horse galloping towards me in the distance. Not <laughs> it, a tiny one? Nope, regular not size. Not discon- disconfigured one? <laughs> and there he was. Ooh. It's gonna be a celebrity, Brooke. Mm. Samuel L. Jackson, as his usual bald self. <laughs> as his usual bald he had, to, he had to put that in parentheses. Oh my goodness. As his usual bald self, in a black sweater, came in vigilantly riding on a wild Mustang, neighing ever so proudly as it reared oh. and stood up on its back two legs, with Samuel still attached to its back like a proud warrior ready for battle.
0: Well, wouldn't you be a proud horse if you had Samuel L. Jackson riding you? That sounded dirty. I would be but the no, horse ever. But no, I'd be ever. like
1: proudest horse ever. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson takes one look at me and starts laughing. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I woke up. That's <laughs> He's like Franklin. The, you're not in your punk phase. This you're not your punk era. You're like Franklin, you can't buy punk clothes at Ross. I laugh at him too.
0: You can buy swords and horses with your points.
1: At the Ross? <laughs> <laughs> at Ross. Horse for less? Punk for less? I don't know. Mindy,
0: you're killing me today. Thank you so much, Jonathan, for your crazy premonition dream. We really thank you for submitting that. It was very brave of you. Um, And also, we had some awesome catnaps, as always. Mm -hmm. And thank you so much for submitting those. People, keep them coming. We're going to read them. You're going to enjoy them. I promise.
1: (laughs) That's a guarantee. Guarantee. All right, Brooke, time for topic. This came to me recently, because you know my niece, Alexis, just recently had a baby.
0: Yeah, Sweet little Mabel.
1: And Lexi posted a video of her in our like family Snapchat of like Mabel, she was like sleeping and she was laughing and kinda like, just kinda like doing this little like smiling, giggling in her sleep. and, And she's still only like a few months old. So she's still like a tiny little thing.
0: So cute, just so, so cute.
1: And so it got me thinking, like, back when my kids were little and how they used to, like, giggle or laugh in their sleep. And it happened, like, a lot. Like, they'd just be, like, zonked and just give these smiles or just these giggles. They are your children, Mindy.
0: (laughs) Of course, (laughs) they're probably having some kind of wacko dream and they're dying laughing. That's true.
1: (laughs) And so, you know, if you look in the parent groups, like, on Facebook or Baby Center boards, it seems pretty normal. And, and, and new parents will ask about this. Like, is it normal for my baby to like laugh or, you know, smile in their sleep? And there's actually a lot of documents out there about how babies laugh in their sleep, and it's quite healthy and quite normal. Good. But why, As my question. So why, why do people laugh in their sleep? Because it doesn't just happen to babies, it also happens to adults. And so it let's does. look at to see if it's normal. <laughs> um. I pray to God that
0: it's not because I, I know I'm not normal and I know I've laughed in my sleep.
1: <laughs> I know I have to. I know I have to. So, talking about babies, let's start with that. In a journal on the National Library of Medicine, a doctor, nope, a miss, I don't know if he's a doctor, a mister. Nope. <laughs> doctor, nope. Doctor, nope. <laughs> doctor. didn't say doctor, so I'm not going to assume. Okay. Um, a man by the name of Hannon M. L. Shank and Neary, Shank and Kiri, he says that it's normal for babies at birth not to have like a normal circadian rhythm. And that's pretty obvious by the time, you know, you bring them home, they're not fully sleep prepared. So they will sleep easily during daytime as well as night because their circadian rhythm hasn't been quite established yet.
0: I also, I know we've talked about it, but this is such a fascinating thing for me because with any babies in any, um, the animal world, too. Let's say kittens, puppies, mm-hmm. human babies, you they kick, they make noises, they you know, they ha- you can tell that they're dreaming. It's like, where is this information coming from, though? Yes. You are newborn, That's interesting, like, you have nothing. In your bank to be dreaming like you don't know what a squirrel is, but you're dreaming of one and it's driving <laughs> you nuts, and you're, you're going running as crazy. Fast as your little paws could take you. Yes, yeah. It's just it's so fascinating to me. Like, where does this information innately come from?
1: Right. Oh, and by the way, I didn't even give the title of my topic, which is <laughs> laughing in your sleep. It's also known as hypno jelly. Hypno jelly. Hypno jelly. How did you not say that first? <laughs> this my I new know. favorite word. <laughs> Hypno jelly. I mean, come on. So this, Man. this Mr. Hannon, Sheck and Carrie, says that sleep cycles are present in infants. So even as young as babies, there are non-REM and REM periods of sleep. Oh. Now, I'm going to do a quick refresher. I know we've talked about this on past episodes, but in case you've joined us recently... A quick re- recap on cycles of sleep, you, you have your awake state, and then you have mm-hmm. stage one, which is your dreaming state. It's right below being awake, so to say. And that's when all your dreams occur. And then there's stage two, stage three, and stage four is the deepest. Those are all two, three, and four are all non-REM phases of sleep. So you usually don't dream in those stages. It's just your most restorative part of your sleep.
0: Obviously, you're deep, deep, deep asleep. <laughs>
1: For babies, they have those cycles. They have both REM and non-REM cycles. But they classify it as quiet sleep, observe like minimal muscle movements, rhythmic breathing cycles, and active sleep, which would be kind of like that REM cycle, which is more sucking motion, twitches, smiles, laughs, and sometimes limb movements. Toots. But it's... Why well, that cute? <laughs> you say toots. Cute. Toots. Oh, tooting. Yes, they toots. They tooting. toots. tooting.
0: You know how uh, they say that? Babies are like smiling and you're like, no, they're really, they they're don't gassy. smile at this age. They're just a little gassy. <laughs> but it looks like smiles, so go for smiling. it. <laughs> of
1: course, yeah. But it's its a little contrary to when we are older that they have these limb movements or these reactions in their REM cycles. Whereas as you get older, that changes to where you're more paralyzed during your REM cycles, usually, unless you have some sort of parasomnia. Sure. Now, an interesting fact is that infants younger than six months spend fifty percent of their sleep time in REM cycles, compared to twenty percent of adults. They spend fifty percent of their sleep in REM, and we only spend twenty percent of our time in REM.
0: What are these babies dreaming? Hashtag babies. <laughs> what do what babies, babies,
1: babies dream?
0: <laughs> Any baby can respond
1: anyone can respond and we'll give you a, a free onesie <laughs> and a passy that says sweet dreams bitches <laughs> oh my gosh we should come and up with you'll a baby line. you'll be the, coolest, you'll so be the
0: coolest kid ever
1: or like one i know my nieces says, would probably buy some i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> i don't like any of it that's like, I like when it. they're like 2t yes <laughs> when yes. they're size
0: 2t i don't like they just it. say no
1: no. The other interesting fact about infants is when they fall asleep, they have an initial active REM cycle, whereas in adults, it takes 90 minutes to go down to that deep sleep before you cycle back up to a REM cycle like, or a level one. So in babies, they immediately start at a level one before dropping down to deep sleep. So just something a little oh. different about babies. So to answer the question, yes, it is very common for infants to laugh, smile, and even giggle in their sleep. But what about adults? <laughs> I have to mention my dad I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but he says my mom laughs a lot in her sleep, but she's she sounds like Popeye, and so she'll be like, ah,
0: like she'll sound Popeye laughing. Don't, you can never do that again. Because <laughs> I will never survive that again. <laughs> So my mom is one of those why sleep she, laughers she, I guess. She doesn't laugh like that though
1: like in <laughs> no. real life. So why is she laughing like Popeye? <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad she's happy. <laughs> does she also eat spinach in her dreams <laughs> and she flexes her muscles? <laughs> Lynn's got it going on. <laughs>
0: she does. She does. <laughs>
1: But we actually, I did pull a, an email from a bestie, Ryan, who wrote us about sleep laughing. Oh. So I'm going to kind of throw in an extra little catnap here if it's okay.
0: Yes, please. Thanks, Ryan.
1: Ryan said, I woke up laughing from a dream. In it, I was in a restaurant with Harry Shum Jr. Any idea? I don't know who Harry Shum Jr.
0: is. Should I? I'll look. Now it up. I feel See stupid. If
1: you, if you don't know bestie, Harry Shum Jr. is a Costa Rican actor, an American actor. Oh. So he is in uh was best known for his role in Grey's anatomy
0: that's why i never saw it is that show still on that's got to be one of the longest running shows of all time
1: yeah yeah it is yeah i don't know what he is oh i do now i recognize him yeah i recognize him now okay all right he was in the restaurant with harry and the menu listed a dish (laughs) called spinasta And I asked the server, what was spinasta?
0: I want it, but... I know,
1: maybe you do. I want it, I don't know what it is, but I want it. (laughs) So instead of just telling me, the server brought me out the dish. It was just pasta with spinach. Spinasta. (laughs) Spinasta. Spinasta. It was (laughs) so funny to me in the dream for some reason. I woke my wife up and myself laughing so hard. When I woke up again fi- finally later that morning, I Googled what it means to wake up laughing from a dream. Apparently, yes. it's normal and common, and it's called hypno-jelly. i love hypno-jelly. it if you cover it on the podcast. So thanks, Ryan, for submitting this as a, as a topic, because it got me to thinking about, you know, babies laughing in their sleep, my mama laughing in her sleep like Popeye. But when it, <laughs> but when it comes to adults... <laughs> Most cases of hypno is not harmful in any way. I'm sorry, it's most can't observed say
0: hypno-jelly anymore. hypno without say, laughing. You just have to say sleep laughing or something, because I can't make it through the rest <laughs> of this with hypno
1: I'm going to say it like a lot, though, just so you know. I knew you were. So going with what Ryan said, yes. Uh, in most cases, laughing in your sleep is not harmful in any way. It's mostly observed during the REM stage cycle, which, again, why babies do it more is because they are in more REM cycles than we are. 50%. Uh, 50%, which is crazy. Scientists believe it's most likely caused just from an amusing dream, like spinasta. But what if night laughing is more consistent and doesn't go away? In a recent study, 10 people who normally would report sleep laughing They, like, hooked them up to electrodes, you know, our wonderful sleep studies. And 9 out of 10 of them happened in REM cycle, explaining, like, Mm. when they woke up, they had a funny dream that made them chuckle. But in one of these cases, it happened in a non-REM cycle. And perhaps that was something more serious. Hmm. Hmm. So this is what happened when a 32-year-old New York woman, who had been laughing in her sleep every night for the previous four years four years? years her husband called it creepy cackling <laughs> and it would happen several times a night beginning soon <laughs> after she falls asleep but with random bouts of laughter continuing throughout the night
0: is this restful sleep or is this like if like this- Guinness book of world records where someone
1: has like hiccups
0: yeah. Like for four years.
1: Well, here's the thing. So there is a YouTube video of her having a sleep experiment, a uh, sleep study. So there is a video on YouTube. I'm going to place the link in the show notes. It is fascinating because what, they, what they're what they calculating here is when they they hooked her up, they're watching brainwaves to see which stage of sleep she's in. They're recording mm-hmm. her audibly and they're also tracking her movements. And so what they saw in the study was three separate events which are known as proxiums, or, or is just like a subtle or uncontrollable outburst of, a, of an emotion. Okay. So they they found three of these throughout the night when they were observing her. The first one happened for one second when she was transitioning from wakefulness to sleep, but they noticed Did there she, was no... She laughed f- or she it laughed. was
0: just... Su- okay. Yep. These so are laughed. all laughter? Laughed.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Yep. One second of laughing, no movements and no changes seen on the EEG. The second event lasted for two seconds during an N2 stage of sleep, which is the non-REM, the first non-REM stage. There was an arousal of her, but there was no movements after that and no changes on the EEG. And then the third event was lasting one second as well, same in the N2 stage of sleep. Hmm. So that was concerning for doctors because they're like, well, it's not tied to dreams that it's happening in the NREM stage of sleep.
0: This is concerning me too because I've had an EEG, yeah. and I'm like they couldn't figure out what was going on in this noggin of can mine. Can you
1: imagine that woman's husband for four years? I mean, because like there's like good laughing, there's like, ah, ha, ha, and then there's like, Whoa, ha, ha. could you? Imagine? Right. Like, is it or scary sleep, laughing?
0: Some you can sleep through. Some you're like, what she, the fuck is everything? Is she gonna, gonna kill mean? me right now? Like, she,
1: do I like, need I feel to hide? Bad. Yes, yeah, but like truly, throughout the night for four years, that is concerning. That is a long time. So this woman's doctors were concerned that they were happening in the non-REM stages of sleep. and so they did know that there are some medications that can cause jelly, which include some antidepressants and some antipsychotic medicines. Oh, they can cause okay. like a sleep laughing effect. Interesting. But they ruled this out. She wasn't taking anything at the time that would have been still in her system. The other thing it made them evaluate her for was for a possible seizure disorder. Have you heard of gelastic seizures?
0: No, I have not.
1: So just like hypno jelly gel is a... It's a, probably a Latin root word for laughter. So, gelastic seizures is a type of seizure that involves uncontrollable laughing or giggling. Now, typically it's noticed in waking stages of people who have it, but sometimes it can happen in sleep. And sleep laughing can be a sign of this gelastic seizure.
0: Well, that could explain my seizures. I mean, I do laugh Did you hysterically.
1: Laugh? Quite all (laughs) the time,
0: just in general. I didn't know it was a seizure. (laughs) It could be. It could be because they never diagnosed me why I had mine. It could just be like, I just laugh. I just laugh. Could be. What
1: they say is that these unusual electrical activities and part of your brain that controls laughter, and that those, those increased unusual electrical activities are causing the seizure, is also causing laughing. For this woman, they actually, the, for this woman who lives in New York, that was ruled out. It was not a seizure. So for okay. her, they said that's not it. But there was a similar case, however, where a 40-year-old man had presented symptoms of pathological laughter during his sleep. And at the end of the day, he was found to have a non-cancerous tumor on his sixth cranial nerve. It's known as a hypothalamic heartatoma. It was causing him gl- gelastic seizures, well, causing him to and laugh in day at, at night. I-
0: I can't I can't even with all your terminology. That's that's a banana. So this guy ended up having a tumor that was causing him to laugh.
1: Yes. Wow. Do I have well, a tumor? I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> but, too, no, usually you laugh in so reaction weird. to something, not not and not just like randomly.
0: I don't. Well, I always said my sense of humor was
1: pretty random, and I would laugh at some (laughs) weird things. But (laughs) Um, just go ask your doctor about gelastic seizures, maybe. I I'm going to have to talk to my neurologist about this. (laughs) But for this 40 year old man, they actually removed surgically removed the tumor, and his nighttime laughter stopped.
0: Now, this is probably again. A response you're going to give me is, "Don't ask me questions; I don't know the answer." To. <laughs> <laughs> but does the laughter in somnia and in sleep cause joy like it does in waking life? So, like, if you know he didn't have it anymore, was that some kind of joy he was emoting even in his sleep, or somehow his dreams were giving him some kind of joy? And then but again, that this was doesn't t- happen
1: in the REM cycle. These are ones that they're That's noticing right. in non-REM. So there, he doesn't even know that, from what I see, these patients don't even know that they're doing it. They have no recollection of it in the morning. So I don't know okay. that it really releases, I would say, like, I think regular laughter probably releases endorphins to make you Use happy, but yeah. I don't uh-huh. think this would have the same effect. Now, okay. I don't know exactly. I'm not, a, again, not a scientist, just what? a podcaster, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> But from what I know, but from what I know, because it would be sad. you like, you're a happy-go-lucky person, and all of a sudden you have her tumor removed, and you're just like, eh, nothing's funny mm-hmm. anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Everything's just, eh. Just, eh. <laughs> I mean, eh. you got to get rid of the tumor. I'm sorry, you do. Yes. I w- yeah. yeah, that would suck if it was like a, a benign tumor that was like just resting on some part of your brain that made you super happy when you were yes. awake and asleep. <laughs>
1: Just one final thing to note, and we previously mentioned this on the podcast, the amount of research currently being done to identify early signs of Parkinson's with people who have REM yes. behavior disorder, or RBD. Mm-hmm. They also notice people who have Parkinson's are more likely to experience REM behavior disorder, which can turn into a case of jelly. So now they're doing a lot of studies to see if there's a correlation between night laughter being one of the REM behavior disorders that can signify later life Parkinson's. Wow. I just find that part fascinating. That is like a is. part of research and science that is happening right now that they're you know, they're trying to find a cure for, it, or at least a cause for it. So and you know, there seems to be sorry. I didn't mean to medicated. interrupt you, but
0: there does seem to be quite a bit of information out there that does tie dreams with Parkinson's, or yeah. at least how you dream and leading to a possible, Parkinson's mm-hmm. in the future it doesn't necessarily like a mean correlation or a higher it, percentage. A correlation yeah.
1: yeah exactly exactly that is fascinating I just want to finish up by saying that people who present with this symptom of night laughing or hypno jelly it's important to distinguish whether it's happening in REM cycle if it's happening more Then it should, if it's not happening during dream cycles, something to talk to your doctor about. I mean, it's definitely one of those things that I had no idea happened, you know, or that this was even a thing, that it could be a cause of seizures or other medical conditions. Just inform you guys, Bestie, if you feel like your sleep laughing or your partner's sleep laughing is more than just a funny dream, it's worth mentioning to your doctor. It's painless, people. It's painless.
0: Just do it better safely. It's better to know. Mm -hmm.
1: Better to know. Yep. So next time you're scrolling TikTok and whether you see like new parents filming their babies laughing in their sleep or a wife that is taking video of her husband for America's Funniest Home Videos, which I saw. It's hilarious. This, this guy's just like cracking up in his dream. Enjoy the laughter. Enjoy it. Enjoy the ride while it lasts, right? Yep. Enjoy the hypno jelly. <laughs> it's such a weird name. I agree. It's a, but it is funny. hypno I always
0: enjoy the hypno jelly.
1: I like a little hypno jelly with my toast in the morning, or just a, a little really finely spread on a bagel. It's oh. mm, chef's kiss. Mmm, chef's kiss. <laughs> Do you take hypno jelly with your coffee in the morning? I don't drink coffee. I just take my hypno jelly. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. As fun as that was, it wasn't as fun as as much fun as I had with you this weekend because we were Mindy. in person together.
0: It was unbelievable.
1: (laughs) It was so much fun. Bestie, if you missed it, we had a live show to celebrate our 100th episode. We donned costumes. We played bingo. But I would say the highlight of my day was hitting the streets and doing a segment we called sleepwalking. Sleepwalking. It was the best thing we ever came up with. We were just
0: walking the streets asking people randomly about their dreams, dream stories and recording it all. And we went around on the streets and we just interviewed people. Kind of went up like, hey, tell us about your dreams, your dream stories. And you wouldn't believe what we got from people. It was just the best. I want to do it was. like
1: every weekend. I do too. It was so, I much, do fun. Too. And so much fun. And that's the thing that I loved is I was surprised, maybe not surprised, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised because everyone dreams, but how willing people were to talk about their dreams. Yeah. I, I don't think there was many people that we went up to that just like, no, no, we don't want to share. I think maybe, maybe a few? Yeah. At least one person in the yeah. group usually had something. It was, I think, neat. We stopped a couple and he looks at his wife. He's like, I haven't told you this yet. And then he proceeds to tell us a visitation dream he had with his mother only a few nights oh prior and how wonderful it was and his wife's like you know you didn't even you didn't even tell me you had this dream i, know, I thought that was pretty cool it was so
0: sp- i i mean words can't describe what it was like it was very special it was like we felt connected and people were so happy to just once they saw us out on the street then people kind of got a little curious too i think and they're like what are these mm-hmm. yahoos doing cuz we were jobs all, doing we were in our pajamas the whole time of course I forgot we to were. mention that part. Oh, we yeah. We're in our pajamas. You should, you should always the whole assume time. we're in our pajamas. In public. So when people in pajamas run up to you with a microphone, it might be a little <laughs> alarming. But we have such a great audience and such great participation. It was so much fun, and I even got the pleasure, ladies and gentlemen, of hearing. Mindy here with a little sleep talking, not sleep walking, but she was sleep talking. <laughs> so, in- <laughs> <okay>. yeah, <that's laughs>
1: so we we were in a hotel, and just like best friends do with sleepovers, we are sleeping in the same room. We're sleeping in the same bed. We are sharing our space, and I fell asleep because I was dead tired because I was up to like two in the morning the night before. And you <sighs> said I was simila
0: All over the place. Yes, you were. It was almost like immediate, though, which was hilarious to me because I was thinking, okay, well, she's going to listen to some podcasts and fall asleep, and I'm going to watch my Hulu and fall asleep. And then it was like within like five minutes, she's saying something, and I don't understand anything (laughs) it is. And I'm looking at her, sound asleep, don't know what she said. Still don't, but she said it with gusto enough for me to be like, What? Whoa. (laughs) I wish we would have had the microphone still on. I do too. It seemed good
1: natured. It didn't seem like you were having like a nightmare or anything. So I I was having the best day. I probably just continued on to my dream. Just continued on into your (laughs) dream. I was probably like, What do you dream? Tell me in my microphone. (laughs) (laughs) You're still working in your dream. (laughs) I still work in my sleep. But hey, Bestie, one thing that we're going to do is we're going to compile our sleepwalking audio files for an, an extra episode we're going to drop in our sleepover squad. So if mm-hmm. you want to catch the fun of us roaming the streets of Dubuque, Iowa, I know, crazy <laughs> town, to get, get to get in front of people and ask them what they dream, join our sleepover squad. You can do that. How, You just have to go to remolations.com
0: slash support. You can sign up for as little as $5 a month, and even if you watch just this month, you're going to make your money back in so much because you're... <laughs> joy and s- laughter. Joy and laughter is what's coming your way if you sign up. Again, just $5 a month, and you get access to this special, special sleep, walking and other footage, too. Yeah.
1: We'll also put up our 100th live show. All of our live shows mm-hmm. are, are for our besties on Sleepover Squad, so... If you enjoy the show, need a little more, go check it out.
0: We all need a little more.
1: We do. Five, five bucks won't kill you. Nope, <laughs> it won't. We're worth a cup I, of coffee. It's cheaper than Starbucks these days. We're, we're at least worth one cup of Starbucks. We're worth Gronga. two cups of Star Starbucks true. a month. <laughs> Probably, Probably true. Because <laughs> where else do you hear words like hypno-jelly? Hypno Jelly. I, I had so much fun yeah. with you this weekend. I had it fun playing bingo. Oh, you should tell them about my bingo mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was So many things
0: I wish we had caught on camera or camera. We audio. just have to record
1: 24-7 when we're we together, We do. We
0: need to do 24-7 <laughs> recording because at Bingo Mindy... Got a bingo and it was a double bingo. I was so excited. She,
1: she last game,
0: it was the very last game. Guess what? 50 bucks in the line. It was not a good bingo. She did not look (laughs) at her card
1: (laughs) correctly. (laughs) so Just everyone like reading was like, is hard dyslexia numbers bingo should not be people with dyslexia should not, not be able, laughing, able to play bingo honestly to be hard <laughs> for you i know that i'm, I'm not i know that but
0: i was so excited. you were you have to understand building up to it she's like oh, one more i've got like two more. more two more and then like oh, i'm one away I'm one away and so we're like kind of like
1: keeping it cool China. like okay maybe the sweat maybe beads start forming under my like, armpits like she's my, got my heart is a starting to
0: dauber rise. that is glitter it's
1: a glitter blue. blue dauber of course
0: it's the perfect dauber except for it's blue <laughs> not pink she is daubing away if that's a
1: word daubing away i'm daubing it up she
0: yells bingo unfortunately folks four corners did not count as a bingo. bingo and
1: you needed a double bingo and didn't have it didn't have didn't have it. it but guess what Who next cares? number called someone else had it and so next I number away. called so you made someone very happy that I, night mindy thanks for making me feel better <laughs> i would have preferred the 50 bucks though
0: i know you would have preferred that but if you <laughs> Had if you had yelled bingo and gotten bingo, that person would have been like, ah, shucks. I know. Or as I like to say, ah, nuts. <laughs> I thought I was going to be
1: like beat up some by some old people walking out the door, but that was funny because then we had to go record the live show. So we're like, bye. <laughs> like it looked like bye. we were leaving because I was embarrassed, and it we
0: were also done. in our pajamas at bingo too. Just so you know, yeah, yeah that we were. <laughs> so people were already looking at us, Mindy yelling a false bingo brought more attention to (laughs) false bingo (laughs) false bingo that needs to be a shirt for sure
1: (laughs) all right bestie that wraps up another episode real quick if you're enjoying the show make sure to tell your friend about the podcast Mm. tell your favorite bingo partner who Ah! may have just embarrassed themselves about the show (laughs) tell that beach serial killer Because you got time. He's really slow. And you're not going to be out of breath running. So just be like, hey, by the way, check out this podcast. I'll be over here when you catch up.
0: This is a minimal level of activity needed at excursion at the beach. Yeah, that's it. You you just need to walk.
1: (laughs) Or you can tell your favorite cabby daddy about the show. (laughs) I just like saying that. I'm just thinking like a sexy cabby daddy. Oh God! Tell, tell, yeah. Next cabby time you get in the cab, daddy. next time you get in the cab, you know you're gonna be thinking if he's a cabby daddy, and if he is, tell him about the podcast. I tell will. Him I promise. It together. I promise. And that's Bestie. That's how we grow. That's how our numbers increase each and week is by you just telling one person. And so we appreciate you for doing that.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So Bestie, grab your tiniest horse. And until next week.
1: Sweet, sweet dreams, dreams bitches. bitches. My, little
0: pony, my little pony, my little pony. And then you that's how I learned to braid was on the tail of yes, my of little course. pony.